Welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast with your industry veteran hosts, Michael Sandoval and Chris Tetzel. This podcast starts now. Hello, good morning. My name is Michael Sandoval and welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers. Uh, I'm here with my host, uh, Chris Tetzel. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> uh, good morning, Chris. So we're recording this actually in the morning, so in, un- so no beer, but I'm in, if you hear me sipping from time to time, it's on coffee. And I'm still on my second cup, which means I still have a few more to go. <laughs> we're, we're joined uh, this morning uh, uh, by uh, Shannon Emery. Shannon, uh, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, doing great. I also so- won't judge you if there's more than coffee in your coffee cup at this point. <laughs> I agree. I yeah. agree. Yes. <laughs> so, Trust no. me, there is no no judgment. There's nothing wrong about day drinking. I can't say I've done it before. No, no yes, I have. But anyway, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> wrong podcast. <laughs> yeah, wrong podcast, but it can go down that uh, rabbit hole quite, quite quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, so we were just chatting, uh, uh, yeah, because you know we're in the middle of, uh, you know, the COVID, and it's uh, so we're just talking earlier about how uh, we're just adjusting to life inside the house, right? So, uh, I, I, so the thing that I have been enjoying are the memes. I, there are just memes that are coming out left and right. It could be because everybody's at home and they have nothing to do, so they're just coming up with memes. <laughs> the meme generator is getting the a meme lot generator is just getting week. a lot of traffic. <laughs> right. Hey, Michael, but, I read uh, yesterday that Facebook is having a hard time dealing with all the traffic that they're getting now because of uh, COVID nineteen. So that's you can crazy. imagine these social sites just having a hard time because people are bored and posting memes and videos and stupid yeah. stuff. It's, it just means that they're just doing the same thing, but just a bit more because, you know, they were at work. They were doing the same damn thing anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at this point my uh, Instagram app is like, please stop opening me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, can you take a break? Read a book, Shannon. Read a book. Right, exactly. <laughs> there are other things on your phone, Shannon. <laughs> Seriously, though, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. It'd be interesting. Like, I don't know if they'd ever like release it, but like, how much activity did your social site get uh, yeah. during COVID-19, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Then you can just say, why do you want to know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, and, and maybe, maybe in some way we can close with this at the very end, but our favorite memes, but I won't, I won't take, I won't take that off right now, but I, I think we should almost uh, share a favorite meme and we could probably post it in the show notes, but uh, there's one I'll share later uh, as a result, but, but be, you know, alas, That's a tough I can, one. okay, but I could go on and chit chat <laughs> forever. Cause you know, I'm, I'm a chatty Kathy like that, oh, but Shannon, please tell us uh, where are you from? Where are you hail from? And tell us a little bit about yourself. Cool. Uh, well, for everybody listening, my name is Shannon Emery. Uh, I am a corporate community manager, which is kind of a weird like, little place to be in the community management world. Uh, but I started with BlackBod six years ago as their community man- as one of their founding community managers and kind of fell in love with the social connection as well as because I'm a huge dork. I like to prove business cases using community. Um, and I'm originally from Charleston, South Carolina, but with the opportunity to work with Higher Logic, I moved to Arlington uh, or the DC area for those who are a little less aware um, last April actually to take over as their internal um, community manager for what our internet is called the OC as well as the external community for our customers called Hug or the Higher Logic user group. Um, 
So what else about me? I do like long walks on the beach and I desperately mm. miss the ocean. Yes. Huge fan of chocolate. Um, but for those listening. Who is it? Dark I'm no? already taken. So <laughs> yeah. don't worry. You don't need to use these facts to butter me up for anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, my favorite things to do, I love to read. Like that's a, I'm a huge book nerd. So, uh, yeah, I can never think of anything more exciting than that. Like, you know, you're interesting, but until somebody asks you, you're like, what? <laughs> I have no interest right. in fact about myself. Um, but yeah, so that's me in a nutshell. Uh, and you know, oh, for those who do know me or have heard my voice, um, everywhere you see me on social, I'm llama says what or llama something. Like it's a whole branding thing. Um, yeah, there, there's a reason for that. Again, we may get that to the end of the uh, podcast. It'll be a good, good, good chuckle. Yeah. Uh, well, so, you know, we spend a lot of time, maybe we'll kind of focus on that because you said internal communities. We do, sp- we do focus a lot on customer-facing communities. But one of the things I have uh, talked about, and Chris, Chris is going to kind of roll his eyes every time I say this word, but it's the, uh, the concept of eating your own dog food, right? And I, I actually use that in a lot of my corporate presentations around part of the digital journey but, but then the french go you do what yeah i used to work at a french company and so some of my presentations are uh don't quite get it you know that the, some of they these american isms yeah. they don't land and look at me with this kind of like uh, uh. um uh, how, how would they say it you know help me understand michael like what would they say you know, oh, no, yes, yeah, so, uh, there is no, uh, we don't eat uh, dog food in Paris. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I heard it in my head. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Correct. I, I am sorry to the people of France, but that's yes. how we heard it. <laughs> yeah. oh, it but but to, to, to respect, I do speak the language, so it's kind of, it's okay. It's okay. At least it's okay. okay. It's not like me making fun of the folks, but it's all good. Um, but 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 part of this is is in the digital journey right we, you know we 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 want to go quick to external communities because we know that there's a value proposition there but but how do you do that when the internal side doesn't even know how to post a forum post right so like there has to be some level internally of getting folks used to it so maybe you could tell us a little bit about you know your journey, you know, at higher logic, which is a little bit different because, you know, you're kind of in a bunch of folks who kind of do this as their core competency, yeah. but, you know, maybe in some other experiences of like, how do you, how, how do you work internally and how do you position internal communities as a value to employees overall? It's interesting because um, working with Higher Logic, they are very much the folks who wanted to, you know, dog food their own platform. So we actually use our own platform uh-huh. internally. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's been interesting is that uh, you have that core group of employees who created Higher Logic, who like are employee number one or number four on the list, um, who still, you know, they understand community, they get it, they're like, yeah, let's do this. Um, but as a company scales, you start to bring in different levels of expertise that are more focused on the business. So over the past year, I've learned how to balance the knowledge and the excitement and the passion of those who like get community from its core, as well as learning how to teach the ones that are coming in who may not have like participated as much in a community or, you know, not quite there yet on how to like interact or engage and can be a little hesitant or shy, as I like to call it. Um, And I've been working through that by learning how to talk about community in a different way. Like, you know, how, how do you 
how do you iterate the same ideas, but show them the value of it? And so it's been a lot of teaching moments, as well as a lot of patience. And so sometimes they don't get it the first time, but then they get it the second time. And then you see like little light bulbs go off and they're like, yeah, we can do this, uh, which is nice because you're not only imparting the use of the, the community platform, but the core competencies or the core being of higher logic is community um, to them. So it's actually kind of fun because it's like a little bit of both. But I've had to learn to dig down for some patience because I get to work with people like Lindsay Stark or Heather McNair who just like their brains are just designed that way or they've curated their ways of thinking that way. And then um, working with like some of our more you know, other stakeholders who may not get it. So like, uh, you know, funny enough, like I work really heavily with our HR team and they're brilliant. They're awesome to work with. Um, but having to just change how I talk about it a little bit so they get it, you know, and how they, how they approach things. Um, so I would say patience and learning how to teach have been part of my skills that I've had to, to cultivate a little bit more, um, just so I could like get to, to where we are. So I f- first month I would use terms that like, if you sat down with your grandma she wouldn't understand it not saying that our HR team is like a grandma or anything but like they just never you know had a person to talk to them that way so I'm like okay how do I how do I translate my language to their language and then we started to see success um you know and then also having some of those big names in the background going yes Shannon is not crazy (laughs) yes it helps it helps to be like well yes Shannon is not leading you down a path of destruction this week (laughs) I usually try to do something good you know um as well as really helping them understand the platforms like you said like last week our um I guess I'm going to say his title wrong. So Ken, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Uh, he like basically runs the IT department. He's like, can you show me how to do this thing on the community? And I was like, yes, Ken. So what I did, instead of taking just like a you know bullet point list of steps, I got on a call with him. He did it right there in front of me and he got to hit the send button. <laughs> and so this week he posted again. And I was like, well, look at you, Ken. And he's like, well, you taught me. And I was like, good, keep doing it. Now I don't have to teach you again. <laughs> I don't know how to keep doing the thing. You can teach others. Um, yes, he can go teach the rest of them uh, how to do it. And so he's like, okay, he's like, but thank you. And I was like, so it's teaching through learning, but also teaching through doing, you know, like you do it. I'm not going to post on your behalf. I'm not going to do this for you, but let me show you how to do it yourself, um, so, which is a tactic I use on the other side too. Yeah. You know, it's funny, Michael and I were having this conversation about internal communities and I've never had to run an internal community before. And I was thinking, what is the value of an internal community. And so I started thinking about that out loud and then Michael was like, yeah, let's record this. We didn't record it, but I was thinking, well, is it to kind of, to, to get that knowledge there in a specific area so people can do a search and then get the information that they need quickly, you know? And so can you help me understand, you know, uh, when you look at and, and you look at value, what metrics do you look at? Because I'm, I really don't know that much is it posts is it you know i don't know For and don't worry that, shannon if, if you forget something i got your back <laughs> nice. yeah. I was like, got this yeah. um so basically <laughs> we're the experts on internal communities um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so shockingly like it, it's actually to be it's being able to create connections with employees across the organization so oftentimes especially with higher logic scaling the way it is like you don't get to see 
this the people like you're not in a room together like it's so awesome to hear the stories of how they started as like a scrappy startup and they're all in one room around a table together and you know and communication was let me talk to this person because they're sitting next to me now it's more of how do I know who this person is like what are they you know what are what do they do here it's starting to become that level and so it's actually cool because we leverage it for employee recognition so people get shout outs they get to have their face on the site um and we also leverage it as a way to do communications. So instead of an uh, old school CEO email coming at you, you actually have a, um, it, it still fires off a notification. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's on the community now. So if you miss that notification because you're busy in your day to day, you can actually go see a message from our CEO on the community. It's, it becomes referenceable. You know, somebody said it becomes control findable, or as she said, control effable. You know, you can find it and go back to <laughs> it. Um, watch that okay yeah yeah that, that would, yeah that, it's, it's more of a ha-ha <laughs> no, yeah. uh, but it becomes that place where you can get what you need to be successful within your job but also to create that level of connection um so something that you know our, we've seen employees do over the fact that we're all working from home now is actually starting off more social threads. They feel empowered to say, you know, how is it going for the rest of you guys? Do you, and some of our groups are a little bit younger. So they're like, share your um, best recipes with us. You know, like I have to now cook for myself. <laughs> Can somebody, you know, share your recipes, um, you know, or, you know, your new coworkers or your pets and your kids share those things, you know? So we're actually doing badges. Uh, for parents who are having to deal with your know, kids being at home at an extended period of time. Um, and so that way it was something fun, you know, something that like brings them together and connects them. But of course, you know, it, it also serves as an internet. So you get all of your HR stuff, all of your uh, professional policies and things like that, because that is what an internet should be too. You know, you got to get your stuff to be successful. Um, but then we add in the added fun stuff, as I like to call it, which in my world as a corporate community manager can be a bad word sometimes. Uh, but at the same time, it's it's that connection. And it's been good to see over the past couple of weeks as they've moved along. So we know our teams are picking up on it. Um, and we're encouraging that, you know, to be like, hey, go post. You know, it was St. Patrick's Day. We're supposed to have a happy hour. We did it. Everybody post your picture in green. Um, of course, there are always a few people who are like, but I didn't want to see that. And so we just help them adjust their subscription settings or make sure they're still getting the things that they need to be successful. Um, that's me rambling because I really like what I do. So <laughs> we, but, yeah, I think yeah. we all do, right? So yeah, no, I love being a community manager. People are always like, I, I think I found my own brand of crazy with being a community manager. I think that's what I tell people. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Um, but what we look for KPI wise is I run a dashboard each month um, for our major stakeholders, which includes um, myself, mostly our HR team, as well as our marketing team because they have internal comms on their list, and we look at. Currently, and I'm about to readjust this starting in Q2, I think, once I get approval, um, is looking at engagement, so discussion posts, threads, um, things like that. Also page views. And so there's some stuff in the platform that can do that as well as Google Analytics. So what I've been coaching our internal folks on is that um, not everybody's going to want to respond to like the CEO's post with like, yeah, you great job, right. Kevin, because that's weird. <laughs> it's like requiring <laughs> yeah, all totally to weird. And then you start you know, making fun all... of like, oh my God, there's, there's the brown yeah. noser. 
yeah, yeah, there's that person, you know, like, oh, okay. It's always, you always, you see this and my partner. You're so that. right, Mr. CEO or Mrs. CEO. Yes, it's yes. amazing. It's just great. You know, it's like. My name great. is George. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like the person replying all to a, a, a staff-wide organizational email you're like why are you replying all you know like it's the same yeah. concept so what i've designed is actually looking at the likes and secondary engagement i was like so that way they could see that there's the engagement but it's not yes every time our hr department puts out their new ideas for employee engagement are they going to be like fantastic job and but if they're going to like it and you've got a hundred likes you know you're on the right track um and then where the engagement comes from is if we prompt them to give us engagement you know like i share your favorite blah 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 on this thread that's where the engagement well, comes I think from. you have to do that with yeah anything right so uh, but yeah we did have some points where they were like but they're not engaging with us i was like engagement is not just one thing it's multiple things um and i told them i was like it's sometimes it's word of mouth versus necessarily seeing it on the community because we're such a smaller we're a smaller company so people were like oh you know I really did like that post or did you see the new thing that's coming out and so it's like sometimes you just have to listen to your people uh to see the actual impact of it um and so yeah it's been fun but we look at that kind of things as well as uh, we do house our resources on there so we look at library downloads views um things like that to see which is most popular as well as searches we actually just finished um, revamping the intranet, uh, so the internal community. So it's got a whole new look and feel. And so we focus very much on usability there. And so to make things easier to find, you know, highlighting people differently, so on and so forth. Um, and with that, we use the system usability score uh, to see where we were before and to where we'll be in six months from now. Um, so yeah, it's actually been kind of cool. But I always tell people look beyond just the the basics for your intranet because like you said, you don't want to be that person who replies all to an email. You don't also want to be the person who's like, yeah, <laughs> to post from, from your higher ups. Um, but yeah, so you, know, you always look at that. I'm sorry, but I was going to say there's a couple of things in there that I actually, I mean, I, I too believe very much uh, are important, right? So I don't know if I would be curious to your thoughts around some of these, for example, you know, uh, in large corporations, I, I did a couple internal communities for uh, some medical uh, device companies, and the you know the people with the word C in front of it mm-hmm. start off with we want the company to be more collaborative, right? That's the big word they would like to use. But when you try to define what that is, they kind of like well to collaborate, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Because I read a I read a Forrester study that says companies improve when they collaborate, right? And, <laughs> and and they don't know, you know, no offense. I mean, they're just, you know, they're trying to do the right thing by the company. They just know that this is something to go do. Uh, so one is you have to really dive into understanding what, what you, it's just an objective. It's the same thing like a community externally. What do you want to accomplish with an internal community, right? Uh, from your people that are there. Uh, the second is that it's, you have to treat it like a business, right? You were just mentioning the back part of it, which is there are metrics, there's ways to measure the effectiveness, there are tactics uh, and both strategies involved to improve and drive. And I think what happens is people kind of put in this big ball of collaboration is that when you start to see this thing work, that's like, oh, look at our people are collaborating, right? And it's <laughs> you have to put some of those kinds. So I don't know if you have similar views or similar experiences uh, 
Yes. Um, in my world, it's, uh, I mean, for any community managers, that we want them to engage. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so almost synonymous yeah. words. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. okay. And so they're like, but we want them to do everything over here. And I'm like, so, you know, a community is built for a certain, a certain thing, you know, so it's not built for everything. I was like, and so I spent a lot of time talking about how you can leverage different tools to help collaboration, which the community should be an arm of it, but it doesn't have to be the be all end all. And that's a bad thing for a community manager to say, because they look at you and they're like, should we have hired you? Well, I mean, truly, there's a lot, there's a lot in that word of collaboration, right? Yeah. Just even yeah. take some of our, are you know Microsoft for example right you know, they have a huge thing on collaboration but it's mostly about their document sharing pieces right not necessarily about one of the things not to get off track but I say yes you can have Microsoft you know if you want to share uh, content but if you want to talk about it that's a different you know tool it's a different set. way to collaborate yeah, yeah. A different way to collaborate right so yeah I see it um, actually the the folks who uh, use multiple channels at HireLogic are oftentimes the most connected or collaborative teams because mm. they're the ones who can utilize the community, the internet, um, as a way to work cross-departmentally. Um, but also they use other channels, like, for example, we use Teams. And so if there's something that they need, like, a immediate opinion on or to talk about, they go to their Teams channels. But if they want to be able to get a broader opinion and it doesn't, you know, it's not the end of the world right now, they go out to the community. And so actually our own community managers teams do this really well. And actually our uh, customer experience team has taken up on their model to do this as well. So it's been cool because when there are issues or something like that in that customer experience community, there are multiple teams in it now. So if there's something going on that one team knows, they'll go about and post to it. Um, but at the same time, they're taking team collaboration out to those teams channels, you know, like mm -hmm. I need help yeah. with this now. Um, and I think, you know, having a multi pronged approach to collaboration is effective because not everybody is going to take up on a community model just as not everybody is going to ask teams every time they have a question some people actually would rather hear from a bigger group of people and put it out in the community um, i'm a little bit of both because I, I live on the site so i'm always like i'll go put it here um <laughs> but yeah no as, as far as you know that and we use ours for internal communication so you know you're going to get the information that you can find on the oc even if you didn't just respond right away to a to a post, it's I can go find it if I need it. Um, and it's also a way for us. Then we use the platform to highlight those communications uh, to make sure people are seeing them. We keep track of like who's subscribed to what. Um, if there seems to be a large unsubscribe rate, we go ask them why you unsubscribe. You know, was it you know <laughs> tap uh, them on the shoulder? Hey, why pretty you do much. This? Yeah, like why am I being creepy right now? Hey, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> What did we do to you on the OC? No. <laughs> Say hi to my enforcer back here. I know, right? Yeah. And then it's like, but at the same time, we know, you know, it all depends on their learning style too. Like some people just don't respond right away or it takes a few days because they might be in the midst of something. Uh, so yeah, we look at it, but it's internal communications as well as helping our employees engage because we do have multiple locations. So it's nice to see people, you know, that you work with, um, but they use teams too. So it was a good move on our, uh, the HR teams part to set up, you know, these different teams channels as well as having a community too for resources. Um, and, you know, sometimes it doesn't always work out collaboration-wise. We've had teams try, you know, and, and sometimes it sticks and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but I always tell people what works for you is what works for you. Like, I'm not here to, like, 
change your world, but I want to help you make it better um, or provide a way to do that on the community. Uh, so that usually gets me at least a foot in the door. <laughs> and then, then we go from there. Because uh, I'm always a big fan of if you succeed, if you succeed, I succeed. So like, that's how I work, um, especially with our internal teams. It's been going yeah, pretty good I, so far. I think though. a lot of community managers that way. We're very kind of magnanimous in that regard. You know, if you yeah. if you are if you're happy, man, I'm happy. You know, it's that's kind of how it works. And then if I could throw some data behind it, I get to keep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of health <laughs> <laughs> I want to be here to make you happy because you're good. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. I I want to go back a little bit uh, from what you said. We we're saying earlier, right? This kind of like uh, uh, you know, higher logic can play with other, you know, other platforms, right? I hope that's an okay thing to say. Uh, because in the term of collaboration, you know, there's a larger set that a company may need. Perhaps you can kind of two part question here. One is, you know, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how higher logic fits within the kind of the community sphere? What do you, what, what do you guys really excel at doing? And then, um, because we have, you know, a lot of curious minds who also do a lot of uh, platform evaluation, right? So that kind of one piece. And then, and then two, just kind of some, you know, a success story you may have had that I'm like, wow, we really kind of turned that company around internally or externally, however you want to look at it. And, uh, yeah. Um, so Higher Logic, uh, you know, there's, I always laugh because I've worked with so many different types of platforms um, that to me, it's often not times what the platform can provide because every community platform is going to have the basics, discussions and liking and being able to email everybody. And, you know, uh, so I have not yet run across a platform that's like, here is the most innovative community thing, because it's once again, discussions, blogs, emails, things that you can easily push out to your members. Um, and HireLogic has a solid platform for that because they were designed for community um there are some other platforms that you know i won't i won't name names but like you right. could tell it wasn't designed for that or it was built on another like product you know at some point and they're like oh communities is the buzzword let's add that there <laughs> and it wasn't built that oh way. i could tell you who that is but anyways um, yeah <laughs> so higher logic's strength is that it's actually built for community like it's it's something that was from its get-go inception wise was built for community um and granted it was built for like the association space but they are the ones who you you pay for a membership and you want to engage with each other. So um, the same concept goes, you can change the word and change the type of community you're running and the same thing happens. Uh, so that's really cool. And I would say their data and the way that they actually surface up, it can be a bit daunting, even for somebody who was a, a super user on another platform to come in and understand. Uh, but there are ways you can correlate that data back to what you do that makes things a little bit easier on, you know, proving use cases and things like that. Um, and as they're getting bigger, they're starting to listen to their customers more and saying, okay, it's time to do this. Like, and how do we do that? And I think sometimes in our world, it's, uh, we want to see it now, even though it might take a, a quick minute to get there. Uh, and so, you know, it's the self-satisfaction idea of like, okay, we, we don't know how the magical box works, but when things happen, it happens fast. Um, and in a world of like community, you have to think through the whole experience on both sides. How is this going to affect the admin? How is this going to affect the community member? Uh, because any kind of change we all know can cause an upheaval. Um, so yeah, but my favorite thing about Higher Logic is actually not the platform, um, but which cracks me up because I'm I'm one of those people who go make the platform do what I want it to do. And my boss, <laughs> if my boss is listening, I apologize. <laughs> so I'm like, mm, that, they're like, it doesn't do that. I'm like, but does it? <laughs> but, so. but but does it really? Does it really not? <laughs> I'm gonna go ask some people, and I'm 
do it um, <laughs> and drive people nuts. Um, but right. the other part of it is that you can, there's so many ways to work with other, you know, like we had a really cool thread going on in Hug about how to embed Zoom into your community platform so you could hold a virtual event or a meeting. Um, and it took just finding out how to pull an embed code out of Zoom, putting it on a custom page. Um, and one of our members took it even a couple of steps further, included resources on that page and uh, how to start a discussion there. And there are things that are coming out of HireLogic's response to a lot of events happening now. Um, for the love of me, I can never say that it's like events manager um, and they're turning it out free to the public to help you um, set up your virtual events that you might have had to cancel that would more normally have been in person. And that's a very higher logic thing to do is to say, we want to take care of you. And so here's what we're offering. Um, I actually just saw it today uh, in video format and I was like, that's higher logic. That's the higher logic I know and love is, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Your name's probably going to be in a lead generation funnel somewhere at some point, but <laughs> we want you to succeed. And I'm very transparent about that. I'm like, guys, does anybody believe they're not going to end up there? Hey, <laughs> I mean, yeah, point, we, you know? we all have our, we all have uh, our spidey sense every time we're trying to put somebody's email in. So I guess. Yeah. We're like, mm, do I put in my test email? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My real email? Um, well, Shannon, yeah, you know what's funny about that is, before I joined Imperva, because we are a higher logic, Imperva is a higher logic user, or um, we use the platform. Um, I, Michael uh, kind of told me about some platforms that I should take a look at. And before he told me that, I'd get emails from higher logic about data, right? Like, you know, you'd, they would talk about specific things around uh, renewing customers at a higher rate with numbers and things like that. And that's, and I didn't even know HireLogic was a platform back then, but I knew who, I knew that you were supplying me with some good data. And then, you know, Michael's like, Hey, you got to take a look at HireLogic and these other three uh, uh, platforms. And I was like, Oh, okay. And that's really how I was introduced. It's because of the wonderful, amazing marketing that I think HireLogic does. I, I think you guys do a way better job. Uh, than other platforms that I've seen in the past. And and some of these platforms that don't do a good job should be, you know, because their platform's good. Um, and then the other, there's two other things uh, from a feature standpoint that I like about HireLogic and, and uh, you know, that I think is super helpful is one is the automation rules. So you, you think that every platform can send emails. Okay, that's true. But can they be personalized and focused in on, um, you know, the, the, you know, people depending on what things are, tr what you're trying to do, like profile or subscri subscribing to content. Or today, I sent out an email through Higher Logic that was um, that said, "Hey, let's look at all of our um, uh, users from January till now, and and then send them an email that says, "Hey, we would love to uh, feature you as uh, uh, one of our." Um, you know, uh, customers on the, the community, you know, please let me know. And then boom, I get two replies back and I'm like, holy cow, it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You know, like, oh, so goodness, yeah. you can't do that with other platforms. Um, not that I know of. So there are some features and functionality that, that higher logic has that is really good. So I don't disagree with you. Most platforms have, you know, the basics, it's fine. Um, but you know, I think that uh, HireLogic has some really other cool features that others have not yet done. 
It's true. The automation rules are one of my favorites. Um, I'm getting more in depth with them now. Um, and as a side note, for any leads that come out of this from Higher Logic, please put them to Christopher Dutzel <laughs> because I'm having a hard time selling our own platform. <laughs> yeah, such a it's the forest for the trees guy. You're like, oh yeah, it does all the things I needed to do, and then you're like, oh wait, it does do cool things. Um, well, but, I mean, uh, yeah. I'll say this lastly, and I think it's going to be a really cool feature. Um, and and depending either way is the goal at the end of the day is how do we get customers engaged? You said it earlier is, is that that's what we care about the most, whether it's customers or employees, that's the hardest thing to do. One personalization is key. Um, and how you do that is, you know, up to you and looking at best practices and things like that, you know, with, with what the platform can do. Um, but two is there's this feature coming out, you know, with chat, that uh, they're revamping that entire chat function that you can start chatting with people easily. You can see it, you know, today it's set up, you can't even see it, but, you know, higher logic sees that they need to change some of these things and they are. And, and you said, you know, their, their main focus has been mainly on um, uh, associations and it has in the past, but, you know, I'm starting to see, you know, a lot more customers like myself, tech companies, um, becoming more, uh, you know, buying the product. And so, you know, I'm starting to engage with those people more to see what else they can do. Because, you know, just because somebody says that higher logic platform can't do it, it can. I mean, me and Michael know that from experience, and like you said, uh, from uh, our past lives is you can make a platform do whatever you want. It's just a matter of, do you have the right people to, to make it happen? You know? Exactly. So. No. Yeah. I, you know, there are the things there that even when at my previous company, when we were doing vendor assessments, um, so I'll, I'll take a step back into Blackboard's world. Um, higher logic did rate as one of the higher, higher vendors to come out because of the things that they were offering that unless you were in the platform, you wouldn't be able to see like automation rules and things like that. Um, the data behind it, be able to pull from it directly from the data sources and stuff like that. And so that made it much more, uh, I guess, palatable to like a corporate community or to a tech community, because those are the things that we were looking for. Those are the things we wanted when we asked other vendors, they didn't necessarily have that. Um, and so, you know, I was always a big fan and also how they curated our relationship because not only is it their their brilliant ideas going into the platform but it's also how the people interact with you at higher logic that make it you know that you're sitting on a wealth of information and thought leadership because we do have that experience at higher logic you know people when you say their name or see them on something so like i may have fangirled after working with Lindsay stark because like she's she's somebody whose name is out there and she is a community manager at heart you know like she just gets it uh, and so she's really cool to, to talk to by the way she I, mean, I agree with you like when I talk to her, I'm just in awe. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I need. I need somebody yeah. like her to help me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. so I'm trying to bring her back to hug a little bit more. She is working on one of our larger accounts. But when you talk to her, I think she even did a podcast recently. She's like, it's about having people connect. She's like, and sometimes if it's, and I think I put this on, you saw it yesterday on LinkedIn, Chris is like, if I didn't make a spreadsheet that day, but I help people connect and do something good, then I'm okay with that. You know, like yeah. you, and I get to work with those caliber of community managers every day um and they get to work with my crazy so like it, it balances out because you don't get a lot of <laughs> like I've, I've labeled myself as a corporate community manager but like it's a whole different game you know like it's a whole different like how do you how it can't be all fun and sunshine Shannon it has to be solving business cases which I love because I'm a huge dork um but how do you have that balance too but you know that's that was always a driving indicator for me and uh was that I didn't have somebody 
who's like, oh, I just did a quick Google and here's what Google says about community. It's like, nope, did this 85 times. Let me tell you why that's wrong. <laughs> or actually, it's a fantastic idea because we've done it over here. So that's where HireLogic steps outside of that. Um, and that's what I tell anybody. I'm like, your platform, I can do it. I get it do what I need it to do to a certain extent. I was like, but what about the people who are representing your organization? You know, like, what do I get out of the people? Um, and HireLogic has had that for a long time because they're just community people. Um, and I'll stop there because that's where I get excited about HireLogic. I'm going to write down one day, like, what are the platform things I like? So when people ask, I'll actually have an answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know. Oh, no, it's all good. Um, so I'm going to start kind of... Uh... Uh, bringing our our podcast to a close, but uh, first, before I I start doing that, I wanted to thank you very much, Anna, for your time and telling us, and uh, you know, and honestly, for uh, for everyone, you, you've been a treat to have on, and your your uh, your kind of happiness it comes even through the microphone. So I thank you so very much, and it's wonderful. And yes, I I think in some level that energy is what we all as community managers do because we kind of give that to others, and I think it's a, a wonderful thing. So I wanted to thank you for that. Oh, well, thank you. No, I really appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, I I shared this, I think Chris started off a couple of like meetups. And so, you know, because we do want to leave tips and tricks for those who are starting. Uh, stand on the shoulders of the people who have done this before you. Do not hesitate to reach out and ask a question. Yep. Community managers are the most sharing people. Like I'm yep. watching like competitors on on Twitter being like, no, these are open resources for everybody, you know, like, and, and we're here, share this or jumping into conversations because even though we may compete, we're like, no, we need to share with those people who don't, may not have done this before, you know? Um, and so really reaching out and just asking, you'd be surprised, even like the big names, you know, you were all like, oh, do we ask them that question? It's like, no, yeah, they may not answer like right this minute, but they'll get back to you, you know, like yep. and I, I've done that. Um, so I appreciate, you know, even community managers like you guys who, who are like, you know what, we're going to do a podcast, you know, and share. Um, but that's something I always tell community managers is just go ask. Like it's the most sharing group of professionals I've ever met nobody is here to to be like this is just mine you know and yeah. uh, something mine, that mine. I, mine yeah no <laughs> uh, and so that's what I've you know I because I when I started working with Hyrologic it's like how do how do I interact with my peers now that I work like at a competitor level and I was like you know what stop being weird <laughs> right like, exactly <laughs> just stop being, being weird you. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's my job <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just going to be the weird one who's like, I'm going to share this with everybody, you know, and luckily I work for Heather, who's Heather Wiener, who's like, yeah, no, go share. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, where I didn't have to worry about that before. It was free for all, but now I don't worry about it anyway. So I'm well, like, that's great. We're just going to share. Well, as as promised, I have to share my favorite meme of all this kind of the COVID stuff. Ooh, yeah. So there's this, there's this picture of a, of a floor, uh, you know, what's it called a floor, uh, architectural floor map. Where, okay. uh, yeah. where you have a glass of wine in every room and it says, my, uh, my wine tour during COVID. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, I think mine has been all of the ones of like before COVID when everybody's all felt and exercising and then after quarantine where you're a little yeah. like more plump. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I, have a, I have a good friend of mine who refers to it as the COVID-10. 
was like, mm. uh, I actually had a friend post on Instagram, like a, a screenshot of their watch. And it was like, it was like basically, or their Fitbit or whatever. And it was like, you haven't been exercising as much. And he's yeah. like, thanks AI for telling me I'm getting fat right now. And I'm yeah, like, I appreciate it very much. <laughs> appreciate it. I can't leave my house right now. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think that was been one. We had a we had a moment last week where we're like, no more snacks during the days. You know, like just focus on work. Stop <laughs> eating. Well, it, for me, it's it's not one specific meme, but it's the memes around. So I'm in a big running group, and you know, you still see some of these runners getting together um, and say, "Oh, we're six feet apart." And and so some of these memes are saying, you know, look. Just get, just, just don't run. Don't do, you know, with other people. You can't possibly be six feet apart, um, you know, uh, when you're running with friends and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just trying to get that message out. But and and there's no specific meme, but I've seen me kind of memes like that, right? So yeah, yeah. Or, or I did see one recently was uh, bringing back the old school hoop skirts, so you can tell when you're six <laughs> oh, feet that's, Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. I was like, that's you know, I one. need those, but we yeah. we've been trying not to to wander yeah. outside too much. So um, it, it, it allows me to it. brush off my hoop skirt. But that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> I would love to have to get a video of that one. A we'll video chat. Yeah, that's more video chat. <laughs> exactly correct. Podcast worthy. Uh, share your favorite hoop skirts, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, it's been an interesting time. But I think there are a lot of community managers out there pushing themselves in whole new ways that they didn't yeah. think. Well, it, it, up, I know. mean, it's, it is, it is a good option. I mean, I don't mean this is a bad thing, but it, it just allows us to know that we can connect with each other digitally as well as face-to-face and it doesn't replace one or the other, but I think it allows us to have that outlet, if you will, you know, and, and here we are as community managers kind of talking how that works and you kind of sum, sum it up as we, we make fun of it, but uh, please stay, stay safe, everyone. Please stay indoors. Uh, listen to our podcast. And if you have a question with a uh, higher logic, just, uh, uh, talk to Shannon and she'll she'll be able to answer or refer to somebody who can. Would that be fair? Absolutely. And find me on Twitter and ask me questions about community management in general. Because I'm excellent. So I will. I will. I'll, no, perfect. I'll well connect you to the show notes if you have any questions. And so once again, thank you guys very much for another wonderful episode of Beers Over Beers. My name is Michael Sandoval, and I'm Chris Detzel. All right, thank you guys very much, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Cheers.